A tsunami. Jesus Christ, look at that. When monster waves hit coastal populations, their power is unstoppable. This earthquake and the tsunami is much larger than they had thought could be generated at that subduction zone. Multiple assaults carry loved ones away. Only moments from catastrophe. Disaster bubbles below the surface of the earth. Strikes from the heavens or engulfs us from the sea. But we are not merely at the mercy of our planet. In our pursuit of industry, global connectivity... ...with migrants tipped over, sending hundreds plunging into the sea off the coast of Libya. Some tried to swim, others appeared to be swallowed up by the boat as it capsized. Rescuers on the Italian Navy patrol vessel Betico worked quickly to save more than 500. This is something we see on the beach. We're just inside a tank on our way into Gaza. You can see how cramped these conditions are. There are one, two, three, four soldiers from the IDF in here. Uh, they are working night and day. Cries for help. Who makes the decisions and why? We've got to do something. We got no more food. We got babies out here. We got handicapped people. On the floor. She's dying right now. Two people died already. Where's the people? Where's the mail? Please, somebody. We need some help out here. The facts behind the storm shed new light as we go inside Hurricane Katrina. Italy has reported the highest one-day death toll from coronavirus than any other country. Officials said nearly 500 people died on Wednesday. Videos posted on social media are said to show military trucks in the city of Bergamo preparing to transport the dead to nearby cities. Mortuaries and crematoriums in Bergamo have run out of space. Medical teams from... Hmm. I want you to think deeply about the video that you have just watched. This is not a movie but it's reality. You are watching something that is true and real. It's not a movie. It was not staged. Look at the turbulence in the world that you have just watched. Once again, I'm your brother, Paul Orphan. What we are going to discuss today, a simple question. What is your hope in this life? What is your hope in the life that you have just watched? 
Let me advise you, what it was is just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many things going on in the, our world that is not, you know, recorded. So we don't see. So I just went on the internet and, you know, put these small videos together just to give you an idea what is going on in our world today. The question is, what is hope? What is your hope in this world? You see, if we say hope, anybody in this universe want to live a better life. And that is why there is struggle. Survivor of the fittest in this struggle. What is your hope? What is your hope? You see, when God created man, it was with the hope that man would live forever and enjoy life in paradise and enjoy it in abundance. Man was going to live as, as an immortal being, but soon this dream of paradise changed and was replaced by a curse to the earth and what you have just watched. According to Genesis chapter 1, God created man in his own image. And since God is an immortal being, this means man was created an immortal being and he was going to live forever had sins, had sin not enter this world. Man was going to live forever. You see, Adam and wife had the opportunity to select the tree that would give them life because there were two unique trees in that garden, the tree of life and the tree of death, right? But I don't know what happened that they have to listen to succumb to the temptation of the devil and they chose the tree that will bring them death. It's only death. It's not only death that this tree brought, but also it attracted the curse, the curse of our world, of our universe, of our earth. Do you remember what God told them? Genesis chapter 3 verse 17. And to the man, God said, as since you have listened to your wife and ate from the tree, whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. God cursed the ground. God cursed the earth because of what man has done. And he says, all your life, you will struggle to scratch a living from it. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. Sometimes, I laugh when people start to question God about what is happening in this world. Especially those who says they don't believe in God, they are the very people that also question God. But if you don't believe in God, you don't believe that God exists. Why is it that you blame God whenever there is any, uh, uh, you know, uh, any uh, catastrophe that, that is, you know, uh, uh, you, you are facing and you start to blame God? Why that my, 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 my husband uh, is having this kind of illness? Where is God? Then we start questioning God, forgetting that 
the struggles that we face in this life is as a result of our own making. If you don't know, we're going to go through the Bible and you understand this. But what I want you to understand is, you need to ask this question and answer it yourself. What is your hope in this life? What is my hope? What am I expecting? What are my expectations in this life? There are some people in this world who do not have any purpose. Their only hope is in this material thing that we see around. So they start from morning, start to change this every time. For them, you see, what they see today is all there is. Their hope is only in this life and nothing else. Paul advised the Christians in Corinth. When we read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19, Paul says, If our hope in Christ is only for this life, then we Christians are more to be pitied than anyone in this world. But far be our hope is not in this material world. But most of us, even some who called themselves Christians, their hope is only in this material life. In a way. Today, I'm asking you this question. What is your hope? Paul says, if your hope is only in this life, then you are to be pitied. Since our makeup was changed from an immortal being to a mortal man after the curse. You see, as I said, God said he created man in his own image. And since God is in an immortal being, we were to live as an immortal beings until we chose the tree that will bring death to us. Remember, there was tree of life which they could have eaten that and live forever. But he chose to eat the tree of death. And that is when our doom started. Our life was cut short. And man struggled to scratch a living on this cursed planet. And that is why we are having this crisis that you have seen in the video you watched from what is your life? Job says, Man who is born of a woman has a few days, but even that, a lot of troubles in these few days. Even that, the lot of trouble in the few years that you find yourself. You see, often we say that life begins at 40, but what we forget too also say is when it ends. If it begins at 40, then it must end somewhere. We don't say it. But we have to be aware that anything that has begun, that has beginning, also has an end. Therefore, we should be able to tell our, uh, ourselves when life, which starts at 40, ends. The Bible has answered to this. 
If you go to Psalm 90 verse 10, Bible has answer. It says, and I read, 70 years are given to us. Some even live to 80. But even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. Soon they disappear and we fly away. That is Psalm 90 verse 10. And I read from NLT Bible. So what the psalmist is saying here is, the life that you say begin at 40 ends at 70 years. And if you are lucky, you can enjoy till 80. Now let me tell you, I mean, after 70 years, what kind of enjoyment do you, you know, have there? You see, so my understanding is that the days of your enjoyment, which begins at 40, ends at 70. If you are lucky, 80. But the scripture says, even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. But soon, you disappear. It disappears. Now, let, let us consider our retirement age. I don't know your retirement age. Because I know people from my country, Ghana, their retirement age is age 60. But here in UK, our retirement age is now 67. And they are preparing to 68 years before you retire. So which means, if you begin working at age 18, you have to work for 50 years, over 50 years, before the government will say, go and retire. So that means you are heading to 70 years. And this is the years that the scripture says you have no joy in it. Ecclesiastes chapter one, uh, chapter 12 verse 1. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Before the days that you say I have no joy set in. And which are these days? You retire age 68, two years, three years, you hit 70. Is that when you are going to start your enjoyment? Because look, in this country that we are, if I have to turn the screen to outside for you to watch, you see that we have snow at a thickness like this. And everybody is indoors. You go to work, you come home, you get up early in the morning. Some people get up five o'clock and start chasing, you know, their jobs and come home, get into midnight and you are doing this for 50 good years. What is your life? And that is why the summit is saying that even these years, there's no joy. They have pain and sorrow. Sometimes you can see that you are suffering, but you have to get up and go to work. And you are doing this for 50 good years before. The government will say that now you have to go and retire. Retire where? Go and do your enjoyment. No, you are retiring to go and die. By that time you get to 50, uh, you get to 70, 80. And the Bible says these years are the years that you say, I do not have enjoyment in this. 
What is your hope in this life? Why are we struggling in this life at all? According to James, James asks, what is your life? What is your life, son of man? If you have forgotten, let me remind you. Even if you acquired everything in this world to yourself, you chase these material things that you are chasing. Get up from the morning and try to chase this. Buy all the cars in this world. Build all the houses, okay, in this world. Let people be your slaves. But Timothy says, uh, Paul said to Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 7, Remember that. We came with nothing, and you go with nothing. You die with nothing. All the houses you have built, all the cars you have acquired, let me ask you, if you die today, even they will not bury you with a bicycle. Bicycle. Let me tell you, they will not bury you with a bicycle. You see, the sad part in this story is that according to Solomon, you are going to leave this behind for people who did not struggle in life to come and enjoy the fruit of your labor. Think about it. You who are chasing this material world, think about it. That all these things that you suffer to gain. You, I mean, some people are in the country where even they die, they don't have any relatives, and uh, the, the queen or their government take everything because they don't have any people to claim, you know, these things that you are living. And go to the government. Sometimes even you have relatives, and you have not even made your mind, never in your life, to leave your cars for somebody but you will die and somebody else will come and enjoy your labors. So do you know what Ecclesiastes says, Solomon says, I hated all my toil in which I have toiled under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to the man who will come after me. I'm going to leave everything to somebody who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be wise or a fool. Yet, he will be the master of all that I have toiled for. The things I use my wisdom to acquire, somebody is going to enjoy it. And then he said, this is also vanity. Please, do not put your hopes in this material world. You'll one day leave them for someone who did not toil to enjoy from your labor. Who knows whether the person who is going to succeed you is going to be a good person to continue with your legacy or is going to be a fool to squander everything that you have toiled for. You'll be dead and gone. And they can't ask anybody question. The dead cannot question the living. Why you are taking all that I have toiled for? You'll be dead and gone. 
So why are you struggling in this life and you want everything to yourself? Jesus says, don't store up your treasure on this earth here, where moth, Edom, and rust destroy them, where thieves break in and steal. But store up your treasure in heaven, where moth, rust cannot destroy, and thieves cannot break in, thieves cannot break in and steal. Where your treasure is, there your, your, your desire will be also. The desire of your heart will be also. If you acquire the whole world and loses your soul, what do you gain? If you acquire the whole world, you're going to leave them behind. Even if you don't die today, judgment is coming. And tomorrow, all these things will be gone. Peter said, everything you see is going to be consumed by fire. First, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10. So why are you chasing this material world? Paul says, if your hope is in this material world, then you are the most in all people, you are the most to be pitied. That's what Paul says. For this reason, those whose hope and aspirations are in this life, Peter tells you, that since everything around us is going to be destroyed, mm -hmm, what holy and godly life should you live? Remember the tsunami? Remember the hurricanes? Remember landslides, volcanic eruption, fire outbreaks? Every year in America, in Australia, the fire outbreak. And these will consume, you know, multitude of what? Uh, 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 of lands. Sometimes people think, especially, I'm originally from Africa, so I know, that we think that when we risk our life and come to, you know, first world countries like America, Europe, and the rest, that will be, I mean, our dream. But let me tell you, some people don't know what is going on in this world. They themselves have their problem they are dealing with. And apart from that, do you know how many people, you know, die by taking this kind of risks? People are crossing Sahara Desert. Thousands of miles crossing because they want to get Europe. And they believe that when they get to Europe, that will be the end of their struggle. Really? Some people come here and that is the beginning of their struggle. Some cross the Mediterranean Sea to Europe for greener pasture. And they think that will solve their problem. Hmm. But little do they know that many perish in the Mediterranean Sea. Many perish on the desert and they don't reach. If 100 people start a journey on the desert, probably a 60 or less than that will reach to the Mediterranean end. And to cross the Mediterranean, 
to Europe, as this has been so many people's dream? Do you know how many people? And sometimes the whole boat capsized and all of them will be in the sea. Only few get to the soils of Europe. Even that, is that the beginning of the enjoyment? No. Some become prisoners. Some become asylum seekers. Some become prostitutes. Some become drug addicts. Some become hardy criminals. Here is a survivor of the theater. You understand? You have to be fit before you survive. So it doesn't matter which way you're trying to live your life. And this is what is going on. And you think when you take this risk and journey to Europe, that is the end of your problem. It doesn't work that way. Remember, the earth that we live is already cursed in the Garden of Eden. So the struggle of man, anywhere you go in this world, you will face it. As long as you live on this earth, you will face this struggle. And that is why the world is in a turbulence. You can do anything about it. Sometimes we bring people for our problems, especially our leaders. Though sometimes they also play part of this problem. But let me tell you, the majority of the problem we have, you can have control over it. Even if you think you have everything to yourself. Listen to what Solomon says. You are going to leave it some, for somebody who did not toil to enjoy this and you'll be dead and gone. And remember, Peter says, even if you are not die, but a judgment cut to cut you, all these things you see will be consumed with fire. What I advise you, or my advice to you is that, please don't put your hopes in this material world. Look for Jesus. He can help you. Though you may suffer in this world. But the important thing is the life after this. That's where you have to, uh, you have to cast your mind. And that is why Paul said to Timothy, If you have little that you can eat and cover yourself, let that be sufficient for you. And don't put your hopes in this material world. Because when you get to age 70, that is the end of man, your enjoyment years. 80, this is the years that you have diabetes, you have hypertension, no teeth. You will struggle with your false teeth. And sometimes, if you cannot afford false teeth, your mouth will be empty. You have no teeth. This is the years that you are retired into, to suffer and die. So you can see that our struggle starts from day one when we were born up to the time that we will die because the earth is cursed. I hope you understand it. Please, if you get time, visit the Church of Christ. We will help you to let you know the truth and also help you to prepare you for life after this one 
and not this life because this life has nothing to, uh, to offer you. If you are watching me from YouTube, please subscribe to my channel so that anytime I come online, you'll be first to be notified. God bless you. Please start looking for Christ. Don't let this material thing control your life. God bless you.